Hey, hey, hey. Today is November 14th, uh, 2020. Uh, welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGang.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in NVIDIA and Tesla. Thanks. Okay, uh, as I am about to pack my computer... Uh, I thought I would record my episode because I'm driving over to my parents' house tomorrow. So right now I'm recording on a Saturday night as opposed to a Sunday afternoon. And uh, yeah, I just thought, hey, why don't I just relax with my parents when I get home instead of recording a podcast? So this is why it's getting out a little bit early. As earnings have been playing out, we are seeing SPY uh, repeatedly inch upwards and upwards trying to break uh, the all-time high uh, while tech is uh, being corrected just a little bit. Uh, Just a few weeks ago, or man, it's been a while, uh, maybe like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, tech rallied super hard. Um, And since then, it's corrected just a bit while industrials and airlines and um, basically stocks that benefit from the vaccine news have gone up while tech has cooled off. Something to consider um, now that Biden is our president-elect, it is worth thinking about how your stocks can be potentially affected by China trade war news. Um, just newsflash, that trade war, you know, trade deal is not over yet. Uh, so that is absolutely something you need to dodge if you are long on Chinese stocks. And speaking of Chinese stocks, we have quite a bit of Chinese stocks reporting um, on Monday of this coming week. Um, I don't quite know most of them, though uh, two of them that stick out, or three of them uh, for that matter, are JD before open on Monday, Baidu after close on Monday, and Neo after close on Tuesday. Something else I want to mention is that weed stocks have benefited greatly from Biden. Um, you know, Biden being a little bit more lenient, being more left. Um, you know, the market took that as a good sign for weed stocks, and legislation has also been passed in agreement for more marijuana across the country. And so marijuana stocks have gone up bigly, um, but they have also cooled off bigly. ACB went up 50% and then uh, proceeded to drop 30, 37%. So uh, this is just another warning. Uh, and I know my podcast can sound just like a, like a plethora of warnings, um, more or less like that's the actual content, is that you have to remember that weed stocks are very, very volatile, very, very dangerous. It doesn't even have to be earnings for them to be categorized as dangerous. Make sure you absolutely know uh, if your business that you're investing in, do they make money? How many shares do you have or how many shares um, are planned to be released, <laughs> released, um, be at reallocated maybe? Or is there going to be a split coming? Um, are their margins getting better? These are all questions that you can easily Google and maybe you can take some time uh, this week to learn how to read a earnings report. Um, you want to make sure that you understand that the weed company you're getting into, or any company for that matter, 
makes money or not. If you don't know whether or not the company makes money, you don't know enough about the company to buy long shares. Another industry um, that benefited greatly from the Biden win is the EV market. NEO has gone up very, very big, um, and Tesla not so much. While it has gained a little bit more traction, a little bit more volume, uh, Tesla has stood pretty much in the middle. NEO has taken off. So just like weed stocks, you want to make sure that if you are going to go into the electric vehicle stock market, you need to make sure that you are covered and you're not going too long on a uh, biased thesis that you might have come up with by just reading one random article on either Wall Street Bets or on Google. Okay, and with that just out of the way, uh, let me just read off the earnings chart here. Before open on Monday, you have JD, Tyson, Palo Alto, Casper. Uh, After close on Monday, you have Baidu, Smile, Neptune. Uh, Before open on Tuesday, you have Walmart, Home Depot, Kohl's. Uh, After Tuesday, you have Neo and Lazy Boy. Before open on Wednesday, you have Target and Lowe's. After close on Wednesday, you have NVIDIA and Jack in the Box, as well as L Brands. Um, Before open on Thursday, you have Macy's uh, and Opera. After close on Thursday, you have Ross. And before open on Friday, you have Foot Locker. Some themes for this week. Uh, I see Chinese companies reporting quite early. Um, And then lots of retail, retail of different sectors. You have retail retail like Walmart and Target. And you have home improvement retail with Home Depot and Lowe's. Um, And you have a little bit of tech. You have NVIDIA with earnings on Wednesday after close, and that's one uh, I will be particularly paying attention to. Um, But you have also other retail stores like Ross and Macy's uh, reporting later in the day or later in the week, Uh, and that includes Foot Locker too. So something to consider here is that foot traffic will obviously be lower, but we're going to want to see how exactly they've adapted Uh, through the course of this year and seeing maybe e-commerce numbers go up. I understand home improvement um, retail has gone up this year just because everyone's stuck at home wanting to improve their home, nothing better to do. You know, the husband or wife finally has the has no excuses to like fix the porch or whatever have you. So different sectors have different amounts of uh, different types of traffic. Walmart and Target, you absolutely want to see e-commerce numbers go up, which is not as important as like for Home Depot or Lowe's. Um, NVIDIA, we want to see demand still like top-notch up there um, with everyone at home. We want to not quite see a drop-off as like the vaccine news might have indicated um, because as the vaccine news starts coming out, you know, tech starts getting hit because, you know, it's gone up so much and people might think that uh, demand might revert to the mean or of some sort. So all of which you just have to make sure that you come up with a few maybe theses going into this week. Don't get too attached to one, um, but just try to get a feel of like, okay, where's the market thinking? Where's the market uh, going to go next? Where's the money flowing into? What companies are doing well? What sectors are doing well? All of which you can absolutely do on your own. You do not need Uh, someone else's opinion to drive your own right like these are all very simple questions you can um, come up with 
um, and ask questions about uh, to your own accord and do some of your own due diligence and then maybe provide that in whatever group you might be trading with or whatever website, discussion thread, etc. New website updates, uh, newthetygame.com website updates. They include bug fixes for the wheel tracker. Um, this is expected. It's a very new feature, very cool feature. I received a lot of cool feedback. Um, thank you to those who've left it, who've left me emails, and especially my patrons in the Discord. Thank you so much uh, for always being vocal. Um, yeah, it's just been a huge journey getting it out and it will only get better from here. And so I'm going to start putting more and more time into making sure that um, not only does it break, but the process and the experience just gets better. I want things to be very transparent, very fluid. I want the whole process to be fun for you. Um, but most importantly, uh, ThetaGang.com is supported by the patrons, and that's why you see no ads. You don't see any anything to like try to like convince you to pay for anything. Um, everything is supported by people who use the Theta Game Referral Code for Tastyworks and the patrons. Um, you know, some I do get an occasional email that isn't the, the topic of like uh, there's no ads, but people will mention it and people will say like, "Wow, Junie, you don't put ads on here. You should put ads." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. I don't need the three or four dollars a month by putting like poopy ads." on my website i don't i don't need that because i have people directly supporting me on patreon so this is an extended thank you for everyone that's currently uh supporting me and those that have in the past thank you so much um this is all a very cool experience i'm not the best developer in the world i'm not the best trader in the world uh but i am very passionate about this project um this is the 70th episode and I haven't missed an episode in 70 weeks, so I'm going to keep it up. In terms of the next features that are going to come out, um, in the next month and a half, not so much. I will be making the site look better, but as feature-wise goes, there won't be many more iterations on top. However, um, as I'm making the site look better, I might be rearranging a few, um, you know, locations of where things might be located uh, just to make the experience just a little bit smoother um, but quarter one of 2021 i'll be implementing more social features so I'm, I'm very aware that some of you have bookmarks of your favorite traders that you like to follow that you like to like just keep your eyes on um, and that will be integrated um, quarter one of 2021 next year Okay, uh, today's episode was originally going to have no topic. I was going to literally just title this no topic and just see what the users thought and made this episode super short. Um, but because there is a particular earnings that affects me and I've talked about this um, topic before, uh, I just thought maybe I should just dedicate an episode to it. 
Um, today's topic being uh, selling your stock or just selling before earnings is something that's brought up quite often. Um, you want to make sure that you are trading to make money um, and tra not trading to be right. Uh, that is a point that's brought up quite frequently by Peru Saxena. Um, I pick up a lot of like little tiny quirks like those uh, from him, um, and it helps out my mindset a lot. Um, I don't agree with everything that he does, uh, but this is just a lesson for everyone that's listening to this episode now. It's like I understand that I can be a very polarizing person. You either love this podcast or you hate this podcast but at the end of the day you can just choose and pick which points you like the most right and so uh, looking at peru and how he trades and what his mindset is like um, he says to trade for profit um, and don't trade to be right uh, holding losing shares right if say for example uh, you have neo stock and maybe you caught the FOMO, you bought it at the top, and you're currently down 10% on it, and you're going into earnings. Uh, there's a few things you need to deliberate with yourself um, about whether or not you should sell NEO going into earnings. Or maybe you buy more, but today's episode will be based on uh, just closing out the position or selling your stock before going to earnings. So one rule, and I have so many rules I just keep in my head um, that I just frequently trade with, um, but one of them that helped me the most is that if in your entire stock portfolio, if you have a riskier position, maybe one that has a higher implied volatility, maybe one that um, has uh, just a lot of price action it goes up a lot down a lot um, if you have the majority of your portfolio in that stock and you're down on it going into earnings you are putting a lot of hope to break even not even to be correct but not even to make money but you're putting a lot of hope just straight up to break even and that's never a scenario that I would particularly enjoy myself. I know what you're thinking. You might think, Junie, but what if, you know, Neo just slams it out the park and my stock goes up? And not only do I break even, I make profit. To that, I say, you know, if you did do it, if you did hold and it did slam it out the park, the earnings out the park, uh, then good for you. Um, it definitely takes different type of mindset to go in with that type of approach um, but remember why I said earlier just a few seconds ago is that this is when you are down on the position and this is the majority of your portfolio I understand that there's some listeners on of this podcast that are like oh you know I'm never too deeply allocated in one stock this particular advice is not for you I understand that you will personally are a like a responsible trader right like you can't afford to be wrong too many times or wrong too big at once um, this is more for like the college students or for the wall street betters that have a lot of capital 
but most of their capital, I, I think that's the more accurate word, in one particular stock. And just think about the max loss in this scenario. If NEO were to go down 20%, then, well, I think you just lost 20% of your portfolio. This is, again, contingent on uh, NEO being the majority of your portfolio, right? This is not, again, for the per people that trade, you know, responsibly 1% allocation, 5% allocation. This is for the person that's 80% of their portfolio invested into NEO. You need to protect yourself from the max loss scenario. If NEO fell down 20%, you are in the red a lot, a lot. And this is this is also um, based on the fact that if you are already down on NEO, um, it's going to be hard for you to exit for a loss because there's going to be that glimpse of hope that just maybe NEO will knock it out of the park. This is where you need to start thinking about why you entered the stock in the first place. If you thought that, you know, NEO is going to be the next $100 stock, NEO is going to go to 200, NEO's not overpriced, this PE ratio of like over three digits is cool, uh, this is very sound. You need to make sure that you analyze this scenario because if you had thought that this stock was going to go to 100, why would you be thinking about backing out now? I can maybe realize why you might be thinking, well, Junie, you're just now telling me that you know you should consider backing out. Um, this is only and strictly because you need to protect yourself from getting tilted. If you were to stick in NEO and you didn't analyze your emotions at this particular time, there's a very strong chance you're going to end up in this scenario again. Think about why you entered NEO. And I, you know, I understand this NEO is just a very popular stock right now. That's the only reason why I'm saying it. I'm actually very, very neutral when it comes to NEO. I don't really pick a side with, you know, EV versus China. I, I feel like it's equally balanced where I'm very neutral on the stock. I don't have a preference. Um, but again, make sure uh, you understand how you're feeling in this scenario because there has to be a percentage of people listening to this podcast right now that have invested in NEO and are down. That is That has to be fact. Um, there's a lot of trades on ThetaGain.com for NEO um, that are pretty red, and I'm just making sure that, like, hey, um, this is just a guide of, guiding light for you to start asking the right questions so that this doesn't happen again and that you might be able to make a decision uh, prior to Tuesday. Or, you know, maybe you're investing into Baidu or maybe you're investing into Target, Walmart, NVIDIA, any other stock that you're currently down on that you have a majority of your portfolio in. You cannot do this scalably um, as you get either older or uh, start getting more money, right? Um, as you get older, you need to be more protective of your uh, portfolio. You can't, you know, file Chapter 7 bankruptcy when you're like 40, um, that's just not going to fly. That's actually pretty, that's not good, right? Maybe file chapter seven when you're 19, 20, whatever, whatever the meme is. Um, but you, as you get older, as you start, you know, progressing your career, you get more money, uh, you need to start allocating funds in a more responsible way. Instead of putting 90%, 100% of your portfolio into NEO stock and then shooting for the moon, 
you would more likely put 5% of it in NEO and then 5% of it in Target, 5% of it in Walmart, 5% in NVIDIA, et cetera, et cetera. That is much more reasonable. Now, think about the scenario where if you only had 5% invested into NEO, NEO could plummet 50% and you would still have a whole bunch of money to lower your cost basis. You Maybe you originally bought like eight shares or i mean this is of course just a percentage but like if you bought 100 shares of neo maybe and that's like five percent of portfolio um then you can then buy another hundred of neo for five thousand dollars or for uh 2.5k if it dropped 50 percent right and then your cost basis would be super sick and now you have 200 shares of neo because you fundamentally believe in it and you protect yourself from this like massive 50 percent loss uh, because you allocated your portfolio correctly. It, of course, the amount of shares that I just described has to uh, be calculated differently depending on what your total portfolio size is. But I hope this opens your eyes into like thinking how or just how to think about investing into shares. Um, while you are young, you can absolutely uh, do like um, strategies where like you put like 80% of NEO because really when you're young just the fact that you un- like understand what goes on in the stock market like the prices go up and prices go down and you can you know put your money in basically anything that you want as long as you are young and you don't have like like hundreds of thousands of dollars that you're flinging around sure it's just a learning experience everyone starts stocks pretty young like buying their first stock, I'd love to actually see the average age of someone that bought their first stock at. But if you are young, you could take on more risk. But that's not me advocating for you to actually just go and YOLO 80, 90, 100% of your portfolio into NEO. I'm just saying that if you wanted to treat that as a plan to execute, then you know it's not out of this world, but there's a whole bunch of consequences if you don't do it properly, right? So this is Junie, this is me coming from like down the middle. Uh, I'm not scolding anyone that's like going all in on a particular stock because it works, right? If you went all in on Nvidia during the dip or if you went all in on Beyond at like the IPO or like it works, but you need to be extremely lucky. And with that said, just be careful of how you approach investing long shares or selling all of these puts because um, what happens is if you get into a red scenario, that's when your brain starts acting funny. That's when you start tricking yourself into saying like, oh, you know what? I don't actually want these shares. Um, This article that I just Googled right now says to sell it right now, right? you need i've mentioned this before like you need to be in the stock that no matter what anybody else says you love the stock you go buy more of it um which again is an argument against why you should sell prior to earnings right like if you truly believe in it then if the earnings go down um then you can just buy more on the dip but one more time this episode is dedicated for people that have a majority of the portfolio in a given stock meaning Maybe they don't have more money to double down. So be careful of hoping that the stock will go up. Um, You want to make sure 
that if you are in like the position to hope for something to go up, that you can double down if it goes down. If you're not in that scenario, you need to absolutely think about the max loss scenario where maybe the stock gets called a fraud and it's actually a fraud and starts cratering 60-70%. You need to absolutely make sure that you are uh, well equipped, um, thinking the right things, making sure that you are understanding um, just where your max losses are and how you want to go about uh, going into a volatile event like earnings. Okay, and I'm going to cap that tangent off with just, I want to make sure that this doesn't sound too one-sided. I just want everyone that's too heavily invested into a particular stock to be protected of dangerous scenarios, right? We've um, mentioned Alex Kearns on this episode. You don't want to make you know finance scary. If you just do it responsibly, um, you know, look up you know strategies, helpful guys on YouTube, Reddit. You can succeed. Um, you know me. Uh, trading on ThetaGain.com. You go to ThetaGain.com slash Junie. I list all my trades there. And something that helps me personally is logging my trades. And I have around three to 4,000 people looking at my trades at a month. So that puts a lot of accountability on me. I don't do risky trades nearly as much. Um, and I want to put on a good face. I want to make sure that, you know, uh, if I'm talking the talk, I'm walking the walk. And I'm, if I am you know have a podcast about it, if I create a website about it, I'm about it. I want to make sure that, like, you know, when you hear these episodes where I'm talking and I'm saying, like, oh, don't do this or you should do this, that I'm in the middle. I'm learning, too, right? Like, some of my trades don't work. Some of my strategies that I try don't work. But... I found a system that works for me, and I'm going to talk about that system. And this is just one of the few points that are in my system. Maybe this episode doesn't resonate with you. Maybe you are all just responsible traders. Then cool, just continue on about your day. But this episode was absolutely dedicated to the newer traders. um, And welcome to this very, very fun hobby. Uh, You owe it to yourself to make sure that this stays fun. Um, you know, gambling is an addiction. Make sure that, you know, um, you understand when you might be addicted to gambling options away because, you know, spending 2K of your paycheck on things that expire does not sound good to nearly everyone else that doesn't understand options, right? So make sure uh, you are uh, having fun, you're learning, and uh, being safe. Thanks. Dang, that was a pretty wholesome episode. It might be because I'm starving. I do need to go get dinner before I leave tomorrow morning to see my mama and my dad. 
you can follow me on Twitch at Real Theta Gang. Uh, last week's Tuesday live stream was a huge success. There were was, there was hella people there. Um, so shout out to everyone that was on Twitch that day. Like that makes me just super happy. Every all some of my friends tuned in. It was just a really good time. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Real Theta Gang, and you can email me at Junie at ThetaGang.com. Uh, I can't promise I'll reply, but I do read every single email. And when I say every single email, I mean every single email. So if you want to leave feedback, you want to report a bug, I, I will absolutely read it. Um, you know, sometimes some people just say, hey, just want to say hi, thank you for the website, whatever. I read all of it. And some on some days where I have a bad day, it's like the best thing ever. And some days when I have a lot of free time, some bugs come in, and that's like also the best thing ever. Um, so just thank you to all everyone that's wrote written into me um, this far. Like I've read every single thing, and um, yeah, uh, Theta Gang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks, and signing up with a Theta Gang referral code is a huge help. That's Theta Gang, all word, oh, all caps, one word, Theta Gang, um, and yeah, thank you. I just want to give a quick extended shout out to, let me pull it up here. It's going to take me a while. Um, yeah. Um, nope, I got it. Cool. Uh, so quick extended shout out to uh, Majadir, France, Mike D, Slow Motion, JZN, Mikos, Nan Wackle, JTZ, PFM, DJ Mac 86, Pacro, Boop, 282865, Mitch Brady 7, HSEN IV, Craig Thomas, GJ Wilson, Pitlesk 4, Tom Thomas, BK Trade, Big Potato, Wheaton, Nahler, Cheese, Maltman, 1856, NM, M. Hayden, La Little, Flip Flop, Metal Dundum, Garden Crown 95, Hassan 789, Leo Jetson, Fancy Wolf, Nate the River, Just Senate, Murph Q, Norfis, Bat Trader, Chicken Dinner. There we go. Dissentia, Saltwater Cure, Lord Scarator, Matthew Hans, Lazy Reservist, The Jester, Christopher Cream Boy, Hermes Kaput. Weenie Hat Jr., Rustier, Shifty, Spazzin' Fish, AG, Ensis, 88. Wow. It feels pretty good um, to be going back home. Uh, I don't go back home. I, I don't think I go back every Thanksgiving, but I did go back last year. Um, last time I went home, uh, I was just getting started with my Pokemon collection. Um, I've since then exited my Pokemon collection because of this collectibles boom. Um, wow, isn't that nuts? I have recording of me getting into Pokemon packs uh, before the boom. Um, I do have one pack left, which I might open on stream. We'll just see where the prices uh, you know, retract to um, because Pokemon is definitely in a bubble. But I don't mind. Um, you know, it, it is really cool being on the outside of it, though. Maybe it moons, maybe it doesn't, but it is very cool. Um, kind of, you know, acting like I'm in the big short, like, oh, I know it's going to crash. But it, there's no such thing as, like, shorting Pokemon cards, right? Um, what else is there to talk about? Um, yeah, uh, the holidays could get a little lonely, um, but... Every Tuesday, I stream on live stream. So, um, it, hold on. Let me see. Tuesday. Boom. Boom. Nope. 
we do not fall on a holiday for the live stream. But in any case, if you feel lonely throughout, you know, these next two months, you can absolutely tune in to the Tuesday live stream. That's twitch.tv slash real theater gang. And I've mentioned that, you know, hella people showed up to the last live stream. That's still only like 30 or 40 people. Um, it's not that many. Everyone's questions get answered. Like, I'm not famous like at all like you definitely get just get to chill and ask questions um and uh yeah it's just a it's just a fun time i mean we're not we're not too serious when we get into the grit of it to um just try and keep things neutral and fun and um yeah so if you're feeling lonely if you or if you feel like you want to learn or just want to hang out tuesday live stream twitch.tv slash real theta gang at 6 p.m pacific time um everybody have a awesome week and i will see everybody on the live stream this tuesday bye